So taking the first few moments of the sitting to remind yourself what we'll be doing for this next period of time. Remembering to recognize the present moment's experience and observing it with a relaxed interest in order to understand its nature. And we can begin with the settling in of, into the posture of the body, sitting, and just observe the sequence of sensations that occurs in the settling process. We don't need to try to figure something out, nor avoid some kind of experience, or even create some kind of experience. We just come to a natural stillness, observing the sequence of changing sensations within the body. And when there's a feeling of stability that's being known or a sense of ease within the posture, then letting the attention open to receive your primary object, if that's your practice, or whatever object that is arising that calls your attention. It may be within the body a sensation, or it may be some sense contact with the environment, hearing some sound, feeling the temperature of the room. We may be drawn to, and your attention called to some experience of the heart, of the mind. Remembering what I spoke about last night, the way to understand our experience so that we begin to see the world, our life, our experiences through the wisdom eye of the Buddha. And we can begin to 
apply this right view or these right views in our practice by reminding ourselves in every moment something is arising to be known. In every moment, conditions come together and present the present moment to the mind for knowing. It may be something you intend to attend to or something quite random that just calls your attention. Whatever it is that presents itself in the present moment, let it be known. Attend to it with interest. Not in order to figure it out or get rid of it or to explain it or justify it, but just to observe, oh, this is the nature of this sensation, or this is the nature of this mental state, or this is the nature of these thoughts. Whatever is arising and being known is natural. It's nature. It's a natural occurrence in the body or in the environment, in the mind. It arises due to causes and conditions, most of which are outside of our immediate control. So there's wisdom in allowing the mind to know whatever appears as predominant in our experience. In this way, we don't resist anything and we don't seek after anything. We just openly receive whatever the present moment offers. If in the observation of the experience, if it's unpleasant, be alert for the deeply conditioned habit of aversion, disliking it, pushing it away, wanting to get rid of it or feeling irritated. If any form of aversion arises towards an unpleasant experience, let the aversion itself become the new object to observe with a relaxed interest. Knowing that whatever you experience or whatever is observed or felt is in the very nature of aversion. This is its nature. It's not that you're doing something wrong or not practicing well or a bad person unpleasant experiences arise. Quite habitually, aversion is conditioned by that. Just see this is its nature. 
and then observe the aversion, however it manifests in the mind or in the body or in the story about the unpleasantness. Observe while you have the interest, non-reactively, or until your attention is called to another experience. Something else arises to be known. Observe that with the same relaxed interest. And if you never get back to the breath, let that be okay. Moment after moment, something is arising to be known. And it may be the breath, or it may not be. Be willing to recognize whatever is being known, whatever's calling your attention. It may be physical or mental or environmental. It may be familiar or novel. It may be very gross and distinct or it may be very subtle and diffuse. It may be pleasant or unpleasant. Let the whole range of life's experience be known, resisting none, seeking none, willing to experience all. If at any time you feel like you're struggling or it's not working okay, or you feel lost, just stop. Stop struggling. Stop looking that hard. And just wait. Something will call your attention and you'll once again recognize the awareness that knows the object that's arisen. Trust that your efforts over the last few days have developed a momentum and an ability to recognize awareness. You don't have to make it happen. You don't have to struggle to bring it into existence. We just need to observe with a relaxed attitude of mind. And we'll see, we'll know. We'll begin to understand, oh, this is the way things have come to be. Just do the best you can and let that be good enough.
Let your practice be very simple. Just observing the present moment's experience with a relaxed interest. Anything more than that is some agenda of attachment or aversion or making a project out of practice. And it doesn't need to be that complex. Check to see that your practice is very simply observing the present moment, whatever has called your attention, being with it in a curious, relaxed, interested way.
how'd it go? Or how's it going? What are you noticing? Nothing's arising. Nothing's arising. When you when you sense that nothing's arising, is that are you very clear and aware that there's nothing happening? Yeah? We could say that awareness is happening. Yeah? Yeah? In that case, if you think nothing's happening, you could you could try to adjust the lens of your mind to just kind of get a little closer, feel a little more sensitively what's going on in the body. Or you could try to, not try, but just take notice of the quality of awareness itself. And for example, the quality of awareness might be clear, uh, uh, effortless, calm, not reactive, interested. Sometimes it seems like we have to make awareness happen with a lot of effort and a lot of <laughs> making it, make doing something, but sometimes it's just there. So just notice the quality of the awareness itself. Uh, can I see who's speaking? Who's speaking? Okay, and what are you saying? Okay, so you were in and out of dreamlike states and not out for very long. Okay. How do you know it was a dreamlike state? You, you notice the stories about the dreamlike state? <laughs> okay, so you, you saw images or visions that are dreamlike. When you were seeing them, were you aware that you were seeing them? Okay, so it's after you had the dreamlike image and you came out of it, then you recognized that you had been dreaming. Yes? When you first found yourself out of the dreamlike state. What was that experience like? So you, you when you realize that, then you tried to shake yourself awake and, and be more focused. <laughs> 
Who said that was what you're supposed to do? Shake yourself awake and focus. That's not the instruction. No, I'm just... <laughs> I know what that's like. I know it's like, come on, wake up. It's like, <laughs> But <laughs> what I want to point to is when you came back from the dreamlike state, you were already back. You didn't have to do anything else. You were you're just there. You recognize, oh, here I am. Right? But because of some maybe aversion to that dreamlike state, then you said, I don't want that to happen again. <laughs> shake, 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 focus, focus. I gotta do something about that. Yeah? You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You're already you're already back. Right? You're already present and aware. Clunk. Just start right there. Observe that. Observe that quality of wakefulness. Okay. And if you do decide to shake yourself, just, oh, shaking's happening. Shaking's being known. And if you do decide to focus, don't. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's an old technique that you've used, right? Focusing. For the duration of this retreat, you're off the hook. You don't need to focus. How's that? Okay? <laughs> yeah? My question was actually almost identical, uh, which was I, I experienced thinking that felt very much like dreaming. Thinking that felt very much like dreaming. Yes. Or sort of just going into the dream. Sure. And then coming back and then, you know, that, that was more what it felt like. Sure. So it's kind of dreamlike images or maybe thinking, but they're kind of mushy around. They're not really distinct momentary experiences. It's just kind of a big foggy thing. You described it to me very clearly. When it was happening, what was your relationship to it? Was it okay? Or did you not like this? Um, it, it was okay in that, but it was okay in that I was deriving pleasure from being off somewhere else. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> Wrong okay. <laughs> no. Okay, so, okay, so you were off in La La Land and you were, you were enjoying it. Okay, is that okay? Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> yes, because... Huh? I want to I understand what her relationship to the dreamlike state was. What's your relationship to the dreamlike state? And that was pleasurable. Yeah, and then I would say, no, I'm here. And, and not really with a judging, but just wanting to be back in my body and you know, hear what was happening in the room and feel, feel present. Okay. So it, it wasn't so clear. I didn't feel very mindful either way. Mm-hmm. But I sort of felt like I was just going back and forth between us. Okay. So what, I'm, what I want to point to is that sometimes we, you know, 
like this. We're in a, we're kind of in and out of a dreamlike state, and it's 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 probably not what we think of as very good practice, or it's not very clear, or whatever. But what's important to notice in that kind of experience is what's your attitude towards that experience. You know, if you get upset about it and you try to stop it and you try to, you know, shake your head and focus and, you know, there's a lot of aversion there. If, on the other hand, you're just, okay, this is what's happening, let me just observe this, it's, you know, it's kind of vague, it's kind of diffuse, okay. So when I ask the question, is that okay? You know, the experience of drifting and dreaming, being averse, being attached, being indulgent in pleasure, well, you know, that's a defilement. But being aware that that's what's going on, that's okay. Anything else? Yes. So are we considering emotions, mental activity? Yes, emotions, mental activity. But emotion is a big package of phenomena. There's a feeling in the heart, sadness, depression, fear, anxiety, something. There's usually a narrative story that goes along with it. I'm so afraid because blah, blah, blah. I'm so anxious because blah, blah. I'm depressed because blah, blah, blah. And then there's the uh, physical sensations in the body that are conditioned by that mental state. You know, when you get really angry, you have certain kinds of physical sensations in the body. Heat, tension, tightness, gripping. When you feel a lot of love, a different emotion, then you feel very different sensations, light and soft and subtle and pleasant. So those physical sensations are conditioned by the mind, the mental state. So when we talk about an emotion, we're talking about a whole package of uh, physical sensations, feelings in the heart, the narrative that goes along with it, and our opinion about that narrative. And if we're practicing, we also have our practice effort and we have our attitude in our practice. So emotion is just not a single little a little blip. It's like a big package of stuff which you can investigate to kind of pixelate it. Would I say that? No, I didn't say that. You said that. No, I wouldn't say that all emotions are initiated by thought. Some people feel emotions in the heart. Some people get cued into what their what emotion has arisen by feeling sensations in the body. And some people recognize emotions by the narrative. Different people have different ways of accessing what we call emotion. So I wouldn't say that one that anything initiates it for everyone, universally. What's your experience? No. Bad. Bad boy. (laughs) No, excuse me. You don't need to try to figure it out. You don't need to try to figure it out. If you find yourself trying to figure it out, just be aware. Oh, figuring out is happening. Oh, figuring out is happening. If you get into the content and really try to figure something out, then you're totally entangled and totally lost in that defilement of attachment. If you recognize, on the other hand, that, oh, figuring out is happening, you just step back from the figuring out. Here's the figuring out. Here's the figuring out. If you're just trying to figure something out, then your awareness is lost inside the figuring out. 
There's no awareness of it. So you have to kind of extract the awareness to recognize, oh, figuring out is happening. With that, then you just step back from the figuring out and you're not involved in the content of it. As soon as you get involved in the content of your thoughts, you're entangled in a defilement. Do you understand the difference? Okay. We do. We do a lot of figuring out, but we can be aware of just figuring out as an activity of mind rather than seeking the solution to what we're trying to figure out. In the world, we have to figure things out. Yeah, of course, yes, we do. Where does this figuring out occur if not in our mind? It, figures, it, it occurs in the mind. Yes. So we're, we're here trying to be aware of the fact that we are figuring out, but the figuring out will still continue. It does. Yeah, yes. it may. You know, depends on... If you need to figure something out, of course, we take the time. We say, okay, I've got to figure this out. Let's see, I've got a, a, a group at 9.30, and i got uh, 10 to 10.30, and then I've got to do this, and then I've got, that, and then I've got another group at 11. Okay, I've got to figure out just when I'm going to do something. And are you lost in thought when you're No, not lost. Not necessarily, you're just Yeah, aware of figuring out. What I heard him saying is like he was randomly figuring something trying to figure something out, not because he was intending to actually figure something out. It's just kind of like restless mind. We can, we can, there's nothing wrong with figuring out or thinking or planning or uh, you know, narrating or rehearsing. There's nothing wrong with any of these mental activities. We have to do them at different times in our life. What we're becoming aware of here is how obsessively we do it when it's not necessary. <laughs> right? And if we become aware of it, then oftentimes, and it's, and it's not necessary, oftentimes it just drops off the screen. That's a relief. Do you have a dialogue with yourself or is that a monologue? That is really getting complicated. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. I do believe that we do have internal dialogues as well as monologues. Sometimes there can be a whole host of I know we have conference calls in our mind. It's it's true. What all that we were just talking about is the object that's being known. What's the awareness doing with all that? Figuring it out, explaining it, trying to get it right, and trying to describe it. Don't forget the awareness. Yeah? Whatever arises, dialogue, monologue, conference call, be aware. And then you'll know whether that's a skillful, unskillful, necessary, unnecessary activity of mind. And if it's not skillful and it's not necessary, it's not going to keep going. 
once you become aware of it. Last comment or question? Yeah. Mood and emotion point to different things. What's your experience? I think mood's a subcategory under the umbrella of emotion, but the fact that you use it separately sometimes is it when you're trying to figure out the relationship between moods and emotion and what is a subset of the other one, what kind of activity of mind is that? Reasoning. Are you aware that reasoning are you reasoning's happening? Are you aware that reasoning's happening? Yes. Or are you involved in the content of the reasoning? I think I was aware that reasoning was happening about that, but I wouldn't have framed a question. Okay. So you were aware that reasoning was happening. Right? Mm-hmm. How were you relating to the fact of the reasoning? Were you Excited by it? Were you kind of bored by it? Were you kind of curious about it? What, what was your relationship to the reasoning process that you were aware of? Um, it was just okay because it was just part of the learning process of being here. Okay, so you were observing reasoning and you were okay with that. Okay. What was the qualities of okayness in the mind? We all know what okay f- kind of feels like. What are the qualities? If you had to describe the qualities of okayness, what are they? Having observed the okayness of, of something. Okay, but... I want to go back to the feeling of okayness that you were having. You were having a feeling of okayness that the mind was reasoning about something and you were aware of it. What were the qualities of okayness? It's a mental state. Okay, that's hearing silence. That's the area of your investigation. When we have a mental state of okayness, oh, let's observe that. Oh, okayness, huh. Well, this is, I wonder how that came about. So you're, you're just kind of with the experience of okayness so that when I ask you, what is the, what is the nature of okayness? You could say, oh, it's like this. Do, 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 do. Right? So when okayness arises in the mind, that's the new object to be aware of. Oh, you don't. Do you need an answer to your question? <laughs> I don't have the answer. Only you are going to know the answer to that. Right? Mood, emotion. I was like, who knows? <clears throat> There's. You can see what I, how I'm answering questions or not answering questions is pointing to the process that's happening to be aware of rather than answering the question. You know. You can, you can read in books for all kinds of opinions about what the, what the answers are to your questions. But it, in knowing the process within yourself as it happens, that's what we're doing. Cultivating the awareness of what's going on. Okay. 
Today we're doing, we're starting our second round of groups. Those who were seen the first day or two days ago will be seen by one of the other of us today. <coughs> and then those who were seen yesterday will again be, be seen tomorrow. Oh, some people haven't been seen. Oh, that's right. We're seeing the last group of people today. Sorry. Awareness helps. All of us. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Any other announcements today? Franz is doing his thing. And okay. Have a good day. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.